All right, so the first question I always ask is, uh, please introduce yourself to those who might not know who you are. Okay, well, my name is Cheryl Key, a.k.a. Miss Songbird. I was dubbed that back home. Uh, my home is Jackson, Mississippi. I've been here in San Diego for it'll be coming up on three years in November. Um, mother of one beautiful almost teenage son. <laughs> He'll be 13 in September. Um, music and singing is truly what I love to do. It's like what's in my heart to do. Yeah. Uh, poetry, of course, has become my second love. And um, I just, I'm a person that loves love and loves to give it, especially since I didn't get the type of love that I yeah. wanted growing up. I'm not going to say I didn't have any, but yeah, yeah. that's me. Right. In a nutshell. <laughs> Thank you. And um, I saw you were interviewed by SD Voyager, which congrats on that. Oh, it's I'm a big dumb. deal. Yeah, just, yeah, I was like so shocked. Like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was really, I'm really happy for you on that. Thank um, you. And you talked a bit about your journey. I, re I read the interview. Yeah. Um, are you able to share a bit of your story a little bit with us here uh, for my blog, uh, how music has become your creative outlet? Man, um, for as young as I can remember music has been a big part of my life. Um, my favorite story that I like to tell people when I was a kid <clears throat> in elementary school, my mom had this like 45, right? So mm -hmm. it was like stacks and stacks of yeah. vinyl records. And I would rush home just so I could do my homework. And it was stacked in a corner next to our big china cabinet behind two reclining yeah. chairs. And it's perfect enough where I could sit and yeah. just play. So she'll be at work. Um, and I just play, I would listen to, I remember seeing Aretha Franklin, uh, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, mm -hmm. Martha, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, uh, Melissa Morgan, Otis Redding. I'm talking about like, it oh, ranged, classic, yeah. yeah, man. And um, I remember I got in trouble because <laughs> she thought that I was, you know, breaking something. And I, when she went to check it after disciplining me. Mm -hmm. She saw that nothing was broken and out of order. She saw yeah. that I stacked it back neatly every time I missed. Yeah. So that was the start. And then Whitney Houston, man, <laughs> she uh, came out with You Get Give Good Love. And I, it's like I fell in love with singing from that moment. Yeah. And it felt like I used music as my form of expressing myself. It's hard for me to sometimes get the words out, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of hard for me to even write songs mm -hmm. because the songs that I listen to kind of tell the story of what I'm going through. And when I sing it, I it feel like from the heart, yeah. yeah, I feel it. It's like they was right there with me when I was going through that, that heartbreak or that sadness or just going through some, you know, some stuff. So, um, that's how it became an outlet for me. I was using it to express how I was feeling at yeah. any given moment in time. Um, I don't know even, honestly, I don't know what I do without music. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, same how here. Much it, <laughs> it, 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 man, it fills you. It drives you. It pushes you. It motivates you. It pulls out sadness, pain, drama, happiness, love, yeah. all the things that, you know, just as love as universal music is, too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I always say it's my best friend, right? Right. <laughs>
Um, and then I've already told you before, but you have a very beautiful voice. Thank you. Um, how did you become the singer you are today? How do you exercise your vocals or how do you know your limits of your vocal range? Coming here to California, it's taught me how to, when it comes to my limits, I listen to my body more now than I did before. I try not to push myself, try not to be around a lot of negative energy. Mm-hmm. Um, my exercises is, is, I don't do like I used to. <laughs> I, I've slacked off and it's not good, but yeah. um, I used to sing in a choir back home. Uh, that's where a lot of my vocal exercises came from. We used to do warm-ups before mm-hmm. and after, um, and then we sing full voice. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, as if it was our own performance. And um, let's see, what else we got? You said my uh, what brought me to be the singer that I am today? Yeah, like life, yeah. <laughs> life. I, I can't put it no other way. Yeah, because. Other than that, this will turn into longer than <laughs> it'd be like hours. Um, the things that I've gone through, the, the things mm-hmm. that I've seen, um, I, I can't really describe how and why it comes out the way it does. Yeah, I just know that since I can't, example, with all the craziness that's going on in the world, like you know, injustice, people being mistreated, this jacked up country, and how. We got these crazy leaders and they just mm-hmm. don't think. Yeah. Um, music is, I use that as my my cry out. I feel like it has given me the voice that I never thought I had. Where this voice, me speaking, I didn't think people listened to or cared to or wanted to hear what I have to say. Yeah. So it appeared that me singing captured people's attention. And they really wanted to hear what, yeah, what came next. Um, but my usual routine is I try to stay away from dairy products. I try to stay as hydrated as I possibly can. Yeah. Water is my best friend, especially <laughs> alkaline water now, knowing about that. Yeah. Um, don't ever sing on a full stomach. The notes will not come out. <laughs> <laughs> Good tip. Yeah, you know. Um, remember... Um, your focal points, especially if it's hard for you to stand up in front of crowds. So find mm-hmm. something, anything, whether it's within you or without, that you can focus on. Mm-hmm. I've learned now to make eye contact because I want to connect with people. Yeah. So if you feel comfortable enough enough, and you get that feeling, that energy that guides you to that person that you can look at, you'll know. Um, so that's my way. My focal points is now eye contact or just feeling the energy of the room. Mm-hmm. Or I just close my eyes and just disappear. And yeah. <laughs> let the music speak for itself when it comes out. Yeah. So those are my tips, I guess. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then it kind of leads a little bit into my next question. So mm-hmm. I've seen you perform at Black Expression. That's how I, I met you. Yep, yep. Um, I loved when you were the featured artist just a couple of months ago. It was like a very memorable event. Um, and you're one of my favorite performers to watch. Stop yeah, it. Because you, <laughs> because you, love, uh, you pour a lot, a lot of love and passion in your performance. Yeah, thank you. Um, how did you uh, own your, uh, your performance skills? You kind of talked about it already a little bit. But. Um, it, 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 it was a process because I was always, I was ridiculed, made fun of. I was told that I couldn't sing, um, that I need to shut up, all that good stuff. And I I don't even know how I steered away from it to get yeah. to where I am right now. I guess you get to a point where you just stop giving the F-U-C-K. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, you just stop because it's like if you know that it's fueling that feeling of, you know what, I want you 
I know I got this. I know I can do this. There's a reason why I want to do it all the time, yeah. whether somebody's looking or not. I used to get nervous. Yeah. Like when I'm by myself, I'll sing like it's, you know, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's business. business. Exactly. <laughs> but as soon as somebody steps in the door, I'm like, huh, like a deer in headlights. Yeah. But now it's like, if you hear me, you hear me. Yeah. If you don't, you don't. That's not my fault. Yeah. Uh, I just, I take everything that I've gone through and I, it's almost let me see. What's the perfect example? It's a movie where, you know, you see this big ball of energy and you see people, you know, they, this person yeah. and they're taking it and they're just condensing it, like making it real, yeah. but bringing all that power right then. And it's yeah. like, boom. Yeah. That's what I feel like I do. I take everything that I've ever been through, all the tears I've cried, every heartbreak I've had, my mom cussing me out, my dad not being there when I needed him, all that shit. And it comes it out, out. Yeah. and I know it's it's a source that's higher than me. It's God that is singing for me through using me as the vessel that I need yeah. to use this gift. It's not mine, so I have yeah. to give it away. It's yeah. my. It's not. It's not me. That's yeah. what I tell people. It's like it's me, <laughs> but I don't feel like it's me when I'm up yeah. there. Yeah. It really don't. It like seems somebody like I have, takes over. Yeah, yeah, it's like an out of body experience. Like yeah. I'm watching myself do it. Like, what the? <laughs> Did I just? <laughs> nah, that wasn't me. You know, it's just. But I'm thankful though. Yeah, yeah. And um, how did you um, hear about Black Expression? What was the first time you began performing there? <laughs> <laughs> I like I came at the end of 2016, right? Okay. Um, I was invited. I ran into Cash. I know you. You know Cash. Uh, uh, she's the beautiful Nigerian slash English. <laughs> A uh, dope rapper, poet, artist, <laughs> singer. You, I know you'll know if you okay. see her. Yeah. Uh, ran into her at uh, Lyrical Exchange. I was just trying to find some open mics, and that was the first one I went okay. to. And she was there. We met randomly. I was scared as shit because I didn't know nobody. Mm-hmm. And she sat down next to me, and she was like, hey, do I have, like, do I smell like onion or do I have some on my shirt? And I was <laughs> like, no, you, you good, you good. And then with the conversation with me, she was like, hey, on Fridays we have Black Expression. There's another open mic. I think this will be a little bit more where you'll feel, you know, a little bit more free. She says, I'm not saying that you might not hear, but I think you should come. She yeah. invited me. Okay. And I ended up coming in January 2017. That okay. was my first. Day. Matter of fact, I think it was January 23rd. It was that last, one of the last Fridays of January. Yeah. And I performed that night. And I've been there ever since. Yeah, and wow. they, they fell in love with me and I fell in love with them because it was just so beautiful to see my people together. And yeah. it wasn't no shit, you know? It's like a family there. Yeah. yeah, and how they received me. They didn't know a damn thing about me, but they was like, I want more. And yeah. I felt I felt <laughs> the same thing. Like, I want y'all love. I want more. Yeah. It wasn't the, the roar of the crowd. It was just the love that I felt when yeah. I stood up there and how they were smiling at me, just waiting to see what was going to happen. I was yeah. like, I'm ready to give it to y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, they gave me good vibes from that moment on, and I, I feel like they've made me a part of their family. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I've seen you perform covers and some original pieces, I believe. I think one yeah. of them, right? Yeah. Um, do you enjoy songwriting? If so, what is your writing process and what inspires your lyrics and poetry? I'm going to be 100% transparent and honest. I cannot write a song to save my life. And okay. I know that's hard to believe yeah. the way I sing. Well, then we have to collaborate. Yeah, I think. Love, <laughs> bruh, I'm, I I'm all down for it. Um, I've been trying to songwrite for people. So. I've been trying to find a process that will work for me, which is poetry. I, I've been writing mm-hmm. poetry since shit since high school so yeah but it's I know it's um 
It's a little bit different when it comes to songwriting. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, trying, I cannot hear a melody. It's crazy. When I do see the words that come into my head, I don't hear me singing them. I hear me speaking mm. them. Okay. So, um, I don't have a process just yet. I just try to start with poetry and see if it'll turn into something. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't come to me all together. It literally comes to me all could be sitting at work or I'll be sitting at home and all of a sudden like a sentence will pop literally pop across my my eye line. I'm like, okay, let me find that's why I keep this nearby. I'm like, yeah. okay, let me write it down. Like I can show you like just the smidget of what yeah. uh I did. I think it's on one page. It's this is where it starts. Okay. It'll start like that, like a little block. Okay. And or that. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, it just or that. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't come to me like I wish like I see some writers that can just Yeah, that's a good and it just flow out. Yeah. But, I guess um, everybody has that gift or that talent. Right. And not collaborate I, with people. I just accept that that's not my ministry, but that does not mean that I don't want to collab with someone yeah. that can help me not find me, but help me see me and hear yeah. me. Well, a lot of like our great, like our favorite singers are not songwriters. Like I just found out one of my favorite singers is not a songwriter, and but he sings it with a passion. So it's just it doesn't even but matter. It's, it doesn't because yeah. it's just the connection that you have yeah. with that person. Because if you're telling your story to them and they can articulate that with words, yeah, the beautiful the beauty that comes from it. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite singers is Whitney Houston. I know she didn't write a lot of her songs. Yeah, uh, Tony Braxton. She wrote a, f- a few, but she didn't start off that way. Yeah, hell, Beyonce. I love her, yeah, but, but she, she didn't go a lot of. Ghostwriters, yeah. but the way she sings is she, she makes it hers. Exactly. And that's, I don't want to be her, but I, I love that embodiment of yeah. taking something that was given to you by someone else. It was gifted to you and you turned it into your own gift to gift it to the world. Exactly. I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't have to be the jack of all trades. I, yeah. I'm not knocking nobody that does, that can produce, that can write, that can sing yeah. and record all that stuff. I, kudos to you. I I would love that, yeah. but not everybody has that ministry. That's true. Maybe I just need, I may need a team of people to be around me to say, hey, how about you try this? Oh, okay, you said you were singing about, you were feeling this about heartbreak. You felt this song by her, you know. Um, let's let's see if we can collab and make something similar to that, but make it yours. Let's make it Cheryl. Yeah. A lot of people that I've connected with, they don't want to hear me. They They want me to sound like... Jill yeah. Scott, which I love her, yeah. and she's a poet songwriter. Yeah, um, want me to sound like Jennifer Hudson? Honored, she's a Grammy, <laughs> Grammy Award winner, Oscar Award winning. Yeah. yeah, all these beautiful women that I'm honored by, but they're not me. Yeah, you're gonna and be your unique. You gotta stand out. Yeah, and I, I have soul and gospel in my gra- background. I can't yeah. break that. I, no matter how hard I try, yeah. <laughs> I can't. It's a part of me. So. Um, I, I don't have a process. I'm yeah. down with working with anybody that's willing to hear my story and help me turn like, it into song. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, and then what are your favorite music genres? Um, was there a specific song that made you fall in love with music? I know you mentioned that you were Whitney Houston. Different. Yeah, yeah okay. Whitney Houston was the, the song that made me just say, I want to be a singer. Yeah. And that was You Give, you give Good Love. Yeah. Um, it's just how it started off, you know... Uh, I found out what I've been missing, always on the run. <laughs> that, just listening to those words, because that's what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I've been looking for love for so long, and I want to find it that being caught up in the hustle and bustle, but still trying to figure out how I can find that love, and you can give me that good love that I need, because I know I'm going to give it to you. I got it all. Yeah. It's right here. <laughs> um, that's the song. Um, but genres, I, 
have no favorite. I would yeah. like to say I, I used to. I used to yeah. say it was like just flat out R and B, but yeah. not coming. It wasn't just coming here, but this like elevated it. Um, I love rock. I love pop. I love. Alternative music. I love classical music. I love. It doesn't matter if it has a heartbeat. Yeah. If it has feeling, if it has meaning. Exactly. <laughs> Keyword is my favorite. Yeah. So I can't even like just singularity. Just no. Yeah, I like hip hop. I, I like rap. Exactly. I like everything. And that's how you. I think you make good music too when you like mix with different genres. Because if you only yeah. listen to one genre, you're never gonna... I don't want to be stuck in a yeah, box. box. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want to break out that motherfucker. I want to, <laughs> like, make a paradigm. I want to, yeah. you know, I want to make, like, this weird-ass... I don't care. I, I, I just... I want people to feel me. And yeah. that's what I love about the genres. Yeah. If you take over that genre, cool, but let's see what you can do in other things. Exactly. You know? And uh, who would you say, obviously you said Whitney Houston, but what other, like, singers or influences that you say are your favorite? That would be your favorite. Um, if I want to go new school right now, her. I love her, yeah. That girl. I feel like I birthed her. And we... Because <laughs> it's just the way she... Her passion for music is just the way it was when I was her age. Yeah. I could not play an instrument. The only thing I played was like B-flat clarinet. <laughs> but just her passion, her love, and how she did not stop. And she spoke how she felt. Yeah. Whatever it was, whether it was being a, a side piece or finding love or being lost, yeah. her not knowing which way to go, uh, speaking about your faith, it's just how she she gave her love in that music. So yeah. her, uh, of course, uh, if you want to go into rap, Kendrick Lamar okay. I'm here. Cool. If I go to the <laughs> South, I love David Banner, T.I., uh, Man, T.I., that's my baby. And uh, his new album, too. I don't know if you heard it, but... I haven't yet, but I'm about to get on it. I'm about to get on it. Um, It's it's so many. Um, Nina Simone. I fell in love with her back in 2010, which why whenever I do go up on the mic, I do an intro, and that's my dedication to her, singing uh, the first verse of Four Women. She's such a powerful influence. Her... um, Lena Horne, Nancy mm-hmm. Wilson, those are jazz artists. Okay. Um, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Etta James, her powerhouse and yeah. not giving no fucks type <laughs> attitude. I can go on. It's so yeah, many. So many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> name everybody. <laughs> and then yeah. since it's a hip hop um, horror mm-hmm. blog, so I'll ask you. Like you mentioned Kendrick Lamar, but who would you say is like a favorite like hip hop song or album that comes to mind? Like maybe of all time. That I can listen to front to back right now. Yeah, it can be new, it can be old. Um, hip hop. Let's see, what do I have on my playlist right now? I feel like such. I'm not a bandwagoner. I yes. don't ever do that. <laughs> but I, I have to say Nipsey right now. Okay. Um, I knew about him before I knew about his music. I knew about his, you know, entrepreneurship. I knew about his philanthropy and all that. But when I heard Victory Lap. I can listen to it front to back. Yeah. Um, so right now, that's what's on repeat. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's giving me motivation and, yeah. you know, getting my mindset back to yeah. who I used to be, but a better version of her. Um, so that's on repeat. I got, of course, Kendrick on repeat. Um, Mad City. That's the one I got on repeat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
I like Jay, of course. I like yeah. Jay-Z. Um, ooh. I hate when people's names slip my mind, but I, I can hear their music. Yeah. Um, I like underground artists more than I just fall in the mainstream. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I give it, but I love like the underground R&B, rap, and hip-hop. And I want to be introduced to more because hearing they shit, they are so underrated and so... Yeah forgotten about just because of what is supposed to be popping so with streaming yeah that's true yeah man yeah there's a lot of lo- local talent that's really dope here yeah man um and then i gotta ask this question what's your favorite scary movie and why if you watch scary movies okay look so i don't knock <laughs> nobody that likes i am not a scary movie person uh are you okay so the scariest to me what's scary that may not be scary to somebody else i like the saw saga Okay, cool. It wasn't the gore, because I couldn't... But I love how it, it kind of incorporated life and made you look at yourself as a That's human true. being. I like a message, right? Yeah. So, Saw... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good series. Yeah, it was. It, was it just kind of started dying out towards the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. The first, the first like, four, I yeah. think, was dopest, dopest fuck to me. Yeah. And I actually could sit through, because I'm not... Yeah. I'm not a scary person. <laughs> um, the movie that scared me the most growing up was it the original fuck that shit now the original one had me I, I am deathly afraid of clowns please do not bring a clown around <laughs> that's my younger sister we, we traumatized her with don't, that movie don't do that because somebody gonna get killed because I'm old enough now where I can defend myself and I ain't got time to kill nobody just because they doing what they love to do and they're just being a clown and being whatever but I don't like clowns nope. I had to run in with Ronald McDonald ain't nobody got time no <laughs> alright so clowns <laughs> keep them away please don't do me like that please don't um, if you could describe yourself in three words what would they be Damn, you hit me hard. <laughs> hey, me. The number one number one word that comes to my mind is love. So um, I am love, victorious, and me. Cool. I would have described love with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were just talking about this in the car, but because um, I love your singing, when can we expect an album? <laughs> I would, I would Man, buy that shit. Man, <laughs> I, bruh. And I would want somebody to And I'm already it. down at songwriter for you, so. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I think right now it's about timing because yeah. I wanted it so bad since I was like, 13, 14, trying to get here just to get to California and to yeah. be a music artist. Yeah. <clears throat> now I know that everything happens in divine timing. And once I, I'm breaking out of that fear of thinking that everybody's out to hurt and get me mm-hmm. and really trusting that everything will happen right, I, I'm ready. If it comes out this year, if it comes out next year, I'm ready to get the process, I've been ready to get the process started. Mm-hmm. So hopefully real soon, at least a single, a small (laughs) EP or something, you know, if it's not a full album, at least like three, four songs, you know, so people can, yeah, man. So people can hear me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then what's next for Cheryl? I know you said you're kind of getting stuff together, but Mm -hmm. uh, any upcoming events or anything like that coming up that you want to share with us? Um, Right now? No, not off the top of my dome. I'm open to whatever that will come. Okay. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I, I 
don't quote me on this, but but you can. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that's coming up in November that uh, they do around here every quarter that might be coming up, but I got to get more details. So I know at the end of the year I got something. Okay. Um, maybe, hopefully, Black Expressions may have me back. Maybe Lyrical Exchange might open up and have me as a featured artist. I really would like to get my words heard. Yeah. Like, step back into my poet shoes. Yeah. Which probably would help fuel the music. So, yeah. I'm open. Cool. Yeah. And this is like another deep one. <laughs> so, uh, what does the word love mean to you? I see you're a huge advocate of making everyone feel loved and welcome. What does the word love mean to me? Yeah. It means that no matter what you're going through, no matter who you are, where you are in life, I love you. And I had love growing up. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to say that I didn't, but it was to me now looking at different aspects of love it was a weird form um I know my mom said it and she did things to try to show me but man my dad he tried to but I felt sometimes that it wasn't enough and I I remember being my son who who is just all about seeing love and and innocence and and no wrong in other people, that that's how I looked at the world. Like, I felt like nobody could hurt me. I felt like everybody was my best friend. I felt like, man, I understand that, you know, bad things happen, but that doesn't always happen. You know, I always looked at it through, looked at love through a child's eyes. Because when most children, when they see you, they don't see what the, you know, the stupid stuff that you did. Yeah, they're not tainted or anything. Right. So, my... I just try to give people what I've always wanted. And that's when you come around me, you don't feel like I'm taking from you because everybody always feels like something is being taken, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, any type of way. Mm -hmm. And I don't want nobody to feel depleted when they leave me. But at the same time, I don't want to be depleted. Mm -hmm. So I... I, I'm learning how to be like this instead of this. Yeah. So I, I try to open up. Yeah. It's hard for me, too, because I'm guarded yeah. in some aspects. But at the same time, I'm an open book. I know I'm a, I know I'm a big-ass walking contradiction. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm open, but I'm guarded. Yeah. But if you ask me whatever you want to ask me, I'll tell you. It doesn't matter. I'm not ashamed no more. Mm-hmm. I used to be, of course. But I'm not ashamed of anything that I went through. Yeah. So I, when I look at love and what I want it to be shown is this is what love is supposed to be come in I got you you're covered I appreciate you telling you all the things that you need to hear to get you through this stump so you can go on to your next because everybody has a purpose so I see the purpose in you when you don't see nothing same thing when I try to look at myself it's hard I know it is when it's so much going on and you can't find your center. And I look at love as a, a, a centering piece yeah. to get you back to reset, recharge, and refocus. And that's all I want to give to people. Yeah, That's the way I look at love. It's it's a part of who I am. I, yeah, you can hurt me. And yeah, I may not like you, but that has nothing to do with my love for you. That will never change. I've, I'm all about the agape. 
aspect mm-hmm. of love. It's unconditional. It's never ending. It's overflowing always. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm in bad spaces. I feel like that's when people pull on me the most is when I'm in the lowest space. <laughs> that's how it always is, right? But that love never stops. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what kind of legacy would you want to leave behind, either creatively or on a personal level? Creatively or personal. <laughs> the legacy that I want to leave behind is that That is a deep question, too. But I'm, thank you for allowing me to think about this. Yeah, no, take your time. It's like the, one of the deepest Man, questions I ask on here. what? <laughs> but thank you, though. A legacy of no matter how many rock slides, mud slides, hurricanes, tsunamis that come into your life, that once the dust settles, once the rain stops, and once the clouds clear and break and the sun comes out, you got another chance. You got another day. Don't stop. I know it's hard, and you just want to just say, fuck it, and throw in the towel. So I want my mm-hmm. legacy to be like, when I heard Cheryl, when I see her, I see that I can't stop. I mm-hmm. got to keep going no matter what. I got to keep pushing no matter how old, there's no limit to anything. How That's how I'm trying to look at it for myself. Like, I don't want to stop. Even when I feel like I will never find the one. From, I'm going to use that as an example. I may not ever find that one that will love me the way I know I deserve to be loved. And I know that I love the way that I love. That I won't stop looking. I won't stop giving it a chance. Just because yeah. I've had so many fucked up situations or I've fucked up so many situations. Don't stop. That's the legacy. Don't stop. No matter what. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Um, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit briefly, but what words of encouragement and uh, that you would give to people who might be afraid to share their creative talents, what words of encouragement or advice would you give those people? Look within yourself first. That's where it starts. If you always look for validation... Just trust me, I'm speaking to myself as I'm saying this out as words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. The more you look for validation, applause, congratulations from other people, you will lose yourself. And you will feel like if you don't get it, you're not good enough. And if you get too much of it, you feel like you're too good. Mm -hmm. Find the balance within yourself. Take all that yuck, muck, all that shit. You have to clean up self first. It starts with you. And you have to know within you that you got it. It came from somewhere. You wrote this poem for a purpose. You wrote this song for a purpose. You created this beat for a purpose. Out of thin fucking air, you created something. You have to know that you have a power within you to create anything. And that you don't let nothing or nobody, as I was telling Rick, mm-hmm. you don't let no, nothing or nobody, you don't take nobody else's stuff on as your own. You have enough of your own. Yeah. Hold your own self accountable for your actions and you hold everybody else. And let it go. Keep moving forward. Keep your eyes on whatever goal it is. Everything that is worth it takes time. Everything mm-hmm. that has longevity, that is limitless, takes time. And every step of your journey 
even the falls count. They matter. They're there for a reason. It's not always to break you. It is actually to build you. Even if it does break you, you take them pieces. But there's pieces in there that don't need to be, don't pick up the ones that don't fit no more. Yeah. You pick up the ones that are easy to mold together and you keep going and you're going to break again. It's going to get greater every time you go higher. But you have to discern intuition, trust, and you have to have people around you that have that same energy. They have to match you or exceed you. And it makes you want to go here. Yeah. So every level that you go and you meet people, when you meet people, no, don't go down there. Mm -hmm. They need to be here or here to make you strive higher. So be mindful of your surroundings and the people you around you. Love yourself. Look within yourself. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself first. Trust whoever you call as a higher calling, your higher authority, God, universe, source, uh, assume whatever however yeah and let that be your guide and go forward perfect that's really good good advice and the last one I always have people um, shout out any platforms that they uh, want to shout out or anybody okay. like or any specific people well of course number one I give all thanks and glory to God who is the head of my life He is the creator and love of all things, and he is the reason why I am here and exuding all this love. Mm -hmm. Of course, I want to give love to my son, Kaizen. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my baby. I love him forever. Stars, moon, and us. That's what we say. Um, Of course, to my mom back home in Mississippi, I'm grateful to have a spiritual mother and a maternal mother Mm -hmm. that loves me and accepts me Mm -hmm. as I am, so I love them. My mom, Sally. And my other mom, Cheryl, and my extended family, sisters and brothers, too many mm-hmm. to count <laughs> and name off. But you know I love y'all to the moon and back. Um, thank you to my family that I've created here in San Diego. Thank you to Black Expressions. Thank you to Lyrical Exchange. Thank you to Public Square Coffee House. Thank you to Atomic Gas Lamp. Thank you to everybody that was willing to hear me, that accepted me and loved me and loves me as I am. It's too many people to name. I can't. But I just just know that I love you to the ends of the earth. I love you past life itself and beyond. So just keep rocking with me and keep praying for me. Keep loving on me. Don't stop. That's all I say. (laughs) Let it be pure, unadulterated, passionate, positive love. Keep giving it to me and I give it back. (laughs) All right, perfect. Thank you so much again for sitting down with me and doing this interview. I really appreciate you. You're welcome.